it's Sherry. We have another Friday here with the Writing Glitch and the Emotional Kids Summit. I am so excited because today, John Lee and I are bringing you Brian. He is a seventh grade student in our book. And oh, the love story that's brewing. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's uh, we can't give away all the secrets, but we will we will share some of them. So through this, the, the book that Sherry and I are co-authoring, Math Disconnected, we develop these fictional characters that are based on real-world students that we've had. So there's a nonfiction component, but we've named them something different. And Brian in the book is based on one, along with about three other students that I personally was able to teach during a project that I was doing in one of my schools as I was an instructional coach. I was coaching in a building that was grades six through eight, and my expertise is mathematics, so I had paired up with a math teacher. And as students entered this middle school in sixth grade, we pulled from three different elementaries and tried to put together a group of kids that we were going to follow through eighth grade. Well, Brian happened to be one of these students, and at the time he was diagnosed. I know that the letters have changed, but um, severe behavior, emotionally, ED, SBH, you know, it, just lots of behavior issues, defiant. I think today, you know, it could have been a little bit of oppositional defiance. But Brian was not unique in this group. We had many students that had IEPs, 504s, at risk without any diagnoses, We had students who were advanced and accelerated mathematically. So we tried to put enough students in this room that there was so much diversity and so many needs so that we could model our strategies that we're sharing in the book with you today so that we could model this and collect the data on how it affected each of these types of students. So that's kind of a backstory that that isn't really in the book, but special for you guys listening to this today. Now, I've never met Brian. But I've seen Brian's work, and I was able to contribute parts of some analysis for this project based on what I saw in his work samples. Yes. And so Brian, we developed him through this model as a sixth grader and followed him to seventh grade and then ultimately to eighth grade. The setting in the book is when he is in seventh grade. So you're going to get to see how he transforms through seventh grade, but also self-regulates or at least attempts to self-regulate some of the strategies that he learned in sixth grade, but in this seventh grade classroom does not start out as the same climate and culture as he had in sixth grade. So you're going to see this dissonance and this tension between how he was taught mathematically and behaviorally in sixth grade and him struggling to find those opportunities to use his strategies in the seventh grade classroom. And in the seventh grade classroom, the teacher is not quite on par with some of the strategies, didn't believe that they would work. So there was not just an educational process for Brian, there was also this educational process for the teacher as well. And I would love you to tune back in next week as we talk about 
the seventh grade teacher and how he is engaging with John Ali and I in learning these strategies and ultimately helping the students in his care because really in his heart, he wants to be doing that, but he doesn't have the tools to understand Brian. He doesn't have the tools to understand Tanisha and the other student that we're going to talk about in another episode. Absolutely. Yes. And as far as Brian, um, one little, little tidbit of information is Brian is sometimes what I call a false negative student. What? What's it mean by a false negative? So just try to, to think about this for a moment. There are students that are recommended for intervention. They might have some type of learning disability or other diagnosis or some kind of disconnect or struggle or issue or whatever it is. However, those things, those items are masking this cognitive and conceptual understanding of a topic that he's not able to articulate. So one of the other skills that we're coaching this teacher on is to try to help extract the knowledge that Brian actually has because through conventional methods, it appears that Brian doesn't know as much as what he actually does. He has a very strong conceptual understanding. What gets in the way are the symbols and the notation. And in typical traditional mathematics, if that's all you see, there's a disconnect between what Brian knows and what it looks like on paper and in the teaching in the classroom. So through this journey in the book, we help the teacher find Brian's perspective, and then connect it to the symbols, notations, and what typical traditional math looks like. And if you think about those symbols, how many ways is there to write a division sign? How many ways is there to write a multiplication sign? And what in the world is a square root? Hello? To me, it's a saxophone. (laughs) Yes. So look at that idea is the shape of a square root. It also looks like the shape of a saxophone. And if you've got a kid who, one, has a good imagination, Mm -hmm. they're going, yeah, well, what does a saxophone have to do with math? Well, little do they know that music and and math goes so hand in hand. They marry so nicely. (laughs) But yes, yeah, so so Brian is what we would consider a false negative, meaning he has these negative tendencies that makes it appear that he knows less than what he actually does. And so it's a, a, a false sort of misunderstanding of his deficits, which may not be deficits, just the way that he's able to articulate it. So in the book, Brian ends up being successful, but we are going to talk a little bit. We're not going to really reveal what happens in the book, are we? I don't think so. No, I I think that was a good backstory. So yeah, I think we're, we're good. So if you really like to learn more, join that companion course. You've been hearing about it all month. Remember, Brian was part of the Purple X intervention. So last week we talked a little bit about the Purple X and what it did for some of the kids. Take some time, 
in the companion course to take that mini course. That's $297 plus all the extras that we're giving you along with it for $97. Yeah, don't pass that up. Don't pass that up. man. It's such a wonderful program for you to really get some foundation. Now, I got to say, you're thinking, oh, yeah, well, I'm an occupational therapist. What do I need to do with math? Or you're a math teacher. What is an occupational therapist coming and talking about this? Or you're a parent and you're going, I'm just so overwhelmed. I don't know which way to begin. By putting yourself in the role of the compassionate companion course participant, will take you step-by-step through some of these experiences and you've got to get an opportunity to be on the book launch team. The opportunity of participating in learning more about the backstory of Brian and Tanisha and the other two characters that we have to talk about yet. So be with us and we encourage you right now to join that companion course. And remember, you were put here for such a time as this to be with the students that are in your charge from morning to night. Have a great week and we will see you next Friday. But don't forget, there's another expert coming on Monday. Talk to you later.